Yeah. I always do that. I get so into the song, I forget that we're doing a podcast. Oh, that's funny. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Dislike- Dislikes of Heart number 38. Woo! Hey, 38. First hey. one since June 9th, 2018. And here we are. It's November. Mm-hmm. December. Shit. Shit. Holy You're right. Yeah. I better start thinking about Christmas. <laughs> Welcome. We got a lot of music to talk about and listen to and, and pick apart. Yeah. And other stuff too, I suppose. So should we do? Should we just start with the song and then that'll lead us into discussion? Oh, sure. The discussion portion of our whatever we you do. You have the agenda this time, so I've got a well. I've got a couple little notes, but mostly I've got a playlist. Cool. I've got a lot of music for you and for the people. Although you know all these songs anyway, yeah. pretty much. So. All right, we're going to start out with uh, something from Amanda Shires, and then maybe we can talk about having seen her. Yes, let's get on with the shit show. (laughs) That is how Amanda Shire's set began, opening for Jason Isbell in the 400 unit at Red Rocks in Colorado over, when was that, Labor Day weekend? Labor Day weekend. And it was a wonderful time. Yes, Uh, mostly. The the, uh, the venue, we've been wanting to see Red, well, you've seen Red Rocks. You were there, what, 30 years ago? (laughs) Um, Almost, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was 92, so it was 26, yeah. And I had never been there, and I've wanted to. It's been on my list of things that I wanted to see in this world ever since 
probably first seeing it on MTV in a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is it lived up to my expectations. The uh, so it's a natural outdoor venue amphitheater, like carved in well, not even carved. It's naturally placed mm-hmm. in in the mountains. You're surrounded by mountainous wonder, and yeah. it is beautiful. Yeah. And Denver is in the distance. And then because it was a holiday weekend, there were fireworks going off in the distance yeah. too. Yeah, it was amazing. So it was yeah. Amanda Shires, Amy Mann, and Jason Isbell, and all of them were fantastic yes it was just a wonderful show and uh so amanda shires of course is in jason isbell's band when she's not touring on her own Mm -hmm. and it was one it was great i keep saying wonderful it was just great to see her do her own music she put out this album and the album is is, we've been listening to the album love the album since it came out and her voice is different you know it's you don't hear it's a very distinct voice Mm -hmm. and it kind of has a similar tone Actually, I just was talking to you earlier about Dolly Parton. Yeah. Kind of a similar tone, in a sense. I can mm-hmm. kind of hear, like, that's the only thing I can think of as far as a comparison. Yeah, yeah. But um, seeing her perform this, a lot of the songs off this album yeah. that I already liked gave me a whole additional love for the album. Mm-hmm. She's such a strong performer. Her voice sounded great. She uh-huh. had such good stage presence. And she presence. has a really good band of her own. Yeah. So, yeah, if Amanda Shires is coming to your town. Mm-hmm. Check her out. She's uh, she's a great performer. And buy her and merch, her especially I- the IP and pools trucker hat. She was. Uh, <laughs> I follow her on a variety of social media platforms, and yeah, she had video on her. I think it was her Instagram story yesterday of signing the IP and pool hats because she's been wearing that for that hat frequently mm-hmm. f- in promoting this album. And uh, she was signing them underneath, so it said IP and Pools, and then in handwriting with Amanda Shires. <laughs> <laughs> How, that's, a nice, that's a nice personal touch. I love that. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Denver was a lot of fun. I hadn't been there. I mean, we've been like, we've been to Colorado. I've been to Colorado a bunch of times because I have a brother who lives there. Yeah. But that's a great city. Yeah. The last time we went, wasn't that for a, a wedding, wedding? And yeah. we just like flew into Denver and then drove down to Colorado, Colorado Springs. Springs and then. Well, Pueblo. Yeah. Yeah. And then drove back, so we didn't really see much of Denver itself. Yep. And this time we... Got to hang out got a little bit. Got to hang bit. out a little yeah, bit. Spent a lot of time downtown. Yeah. We also, while we were there, we uh, we happened to be there during Taste of Colorado or Taste of Denver. Yeah. I don't remember what it, which it was. And uh, that was just a few blocks from our hotel. Mm-hmm. And we were there, On our friend Matt pointed out uh, that he, he suggested that we had uh, scheduled our trip to be there because it was, um, oh, what was the term they used? Not It wasn't Modern Music Day. It was, ah, oh, shit. It was so ridiculous. Ah, oh. uh, the word is escaping me. But hmm. it was it was promoted like, like current, you know, it was going to be like current hit makers. But it was. Uh, but it was all these groups from the 90s. It was like Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray. And then, <laughs> but Soul Asylum was there. Yeah, and we haven't seen them in. Ages. No, and Soul Asylum's changed a lot. It's really Dave Perner from Soul Asylum yeah. and a backing band of whoever happens to be playing with him that week. But it didn't matter. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. This is the show where I'm just going to say wonderful over and over. I should That's play as okay. wonderful by Everclear. Yeah. Actually, Everclear was playing that yeah, day but, too, which I would have... Playing at the same time as it was, yeah, I was like yeah. cutting it too close, right. to get to uh, the, Red, the Rocks. Red Rock show. Which, by the way, getting in and out of Red Rocks is a, is crazy. We we yes. did we were smart. We, we took, took the a shuttle. shuttle. I would do that again. Because they run buses from a couple of the downtown bars. If you're going to a show, they're better than Uber, better than driving. Yeah, because the Uber Lyft line was really long. Yeah, there's a long wait for that. 
So um, the only downside is our shuttle bus almost broke down on the way home. Oh, yeah. We barely made it back to the... Oh, my gosh. It was a, it was a, a much slower drive than I would have liked, but mm-hmm. yeah, we made it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, we got to see Dave Perner do... And he the Soul Asylum set was very um, diverse of their material. Like, he yeah. did a lot of their older material, and it's been so long since we've seen them, it was really fun to hear those songs done live again. Yeah. I love Soul Asylum. Oh, yeah. I feel like I should play some. I don't have them on the list, but... Oh. I could. I you could. I could pull something up. Yeah, pull um, something up. All right. And then earlier today... And he has wonderful hair. He does. Uh, earlier today, we were... Um, I was flipping channels on MTV Live showed the old uh, Soul Asylum Unplugged episode, which made my day, because I haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very fun to see. All right. So, let's see. Soul Asylum... Yeah, we were at a show. It was the new Power Generation... And he did a couple songs with them, and then he went and stood in the crowd, and he was like right in front of us, and it took all the restraint in the world to keep from touching his hair. It was very shiny and beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, so many good songs. I've been I have been listening to a lot of Soul Asylum lately, and uh, over the last several months. So I have to play uh, so many choices. I want to play something off of Let Your Dim Light Shine because yes, I love that album so much. Yeah. Uh, here we go. say when uh dan murphy left soul asylum and Perner decided to continue on using the name i was a little cranky about it oh i was too i've totally gotten over it i have too because um, what is dave gonna do well that's just it it's like you know what if he can continue to book shows using the soul asylum name yeah because it's probably gonna get more people out than oh yeah definitely i mean his solo albums didn't do shit but yeah you know the soul asylum name still has some people recognize that right so i yeah, especially after seeing him again. I'm like, you know oh, what? Keep was, doing it. Yes, yes. Keep the I songs mean, he alive. still is great on stage and is fun to watch. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, a, it was a fun show. Yeah. I enjoyed it and a made, great deal. It just made me really nostalgic. I, it, me too, more so than I would have expected. Me too. And I just, yeah, I love I love that, like I said, that he was doing some really old stuff and some of the stuff off of even the... the uh, the hit era yeah. Um, oh, albums yeah. that were like deeper cuts that I'm like, oh, what? I was kind of mm-hmm. surprised to hear that. So Yeah. 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 Good. But Grave Dancers, uh, when we first started dating, 
some of those songs remind me of that. Really? So, well, yeah, Grave Dancers has been, didn't it come out in 92? Yeah, but you put a bunch of songs on mixtapes oh, for why. me. Ah, uh, the mixtape. <laughs> the mixtape. That mm-hmm. defines an era. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Soul Asylum was heavy on my mixtapes during that era. Yep. Rightly so. A lot of Lemonheads. Yep. James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could go down that road uh, just play those songs. But but you have a playlist. I got you a have playlist an agenda. of modern hits. Yeah. <laughs> contemporary. Yeah. It was Contemporary Music contemporary Day. Contemporary Music Day. I knew it would come to me. It was Everclear and Smash Mouth and Soul Asylum. Yeah. It's like Contemporary Music. And they had, a, they had this soul band open. Oh, they were. I don't know what they were called. It was a... A local band that was really, really good. good. They were doing, you know, they were doing cover stuff, but it was like a lot of like, uh, like Bruno Mars, funk, and, yeah. yeah. But they, but they were, yeah. It was they a big would group switch too. Singers, and I think they have a horn section. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Were they were excellent. So it's kind of fun to go to those things, and you never know what you're going to see. Yeah, and Colorado, I just, it was just a very, well, I found the people to be laid back and friendly, and yeah. we ended up talking to a guy who was sitting across from us and. Just, yeah, people were friendly. Yeah. I like I like Colorado yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did not like about Colorado was my um, inability to um, hold my liquor. <laughs> what you? I know. I we know. had we drank. We had some. We had our friend Matt took us to this uh, old. It old was cool. Hotel bar. The hotel was old. It had the most amazing old urinal in the men's room in the basement. Yeah, that was did. Oh, I took a picture of it. I oh. we didn't actually go down there, did we? I did. Didn't. Show you? Okay, you, I thought I was going to take yeah. you in there and show you, but the, the I was drunk enough. Was, I would have gone. It was like a it was like a bathtub tipped on its side. The thing was so big. Oh my god, it was amazing. There were a couple cool. of them in there, but yeah, in the basement of this old hotel, and then they had this bar that was just this cool retro old feel, and yeah. the waitress was crazy and fun. Mm-hmm. Felt like she just walked out of. She's one of those. She she. Felt like she walked out of like 1963 and called yeah. you Hun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we had a lot of what were we drinking? Manhattans, old fashions, old fashions. That's what it was. Yeah, and we had had some beer before that, and some other stuff before that, and we had three old fashions in a row. And it was a bad idea. Yes, yeah. but it, it it was fun at the time. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a good idea, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. Yeah. Oh well. Oh that, well. That'll happen. I I learned some lessons that weekend. Yeah. Well. Sometimes, you know, sometimes that's how you learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? That is really funny that you should. That's that's a perfect segue, actually. Yeah. Yep.
I've been listening to so much of this band. Oh, they're over so the past good. Nine months, <laughs> the Menzingers. Did we do our last show before we saw them or after? I think it was right after. Okay. And uh, and then we were going to see them again, and it didn't work out. But yeah, um, recently. But I've been I've been listening to their entire catalog, and I celebrate mm-hmm. their entire catalog as you should. Oh, they're such a good band. Yes, they've just fucking hook on hook on hook mm-hmm, and that's the kind mm-hmm. of music I often like. And they're from Philly. And they are from Philly. You know who else is from Philly? Who else is from Philly? Dave Haas. He is from Philly. He has a new album, a new EP that just came out. What mm-hmm. a great segue. Would you like to hear a song off of the, that new EP? I would love to hear a song I off I bet that. you would. Let me play one for you. this whole EP. It's called September Haze. Oh, it's so good. It's wonderful, and I'm so glad he put it out because he's going to be taking a little break so that he can uh, raise the twins that his wife is about to have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a good little EP. It's like, what, five songs or something? And oh, it's excellent. I'm listening to that into the ground, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You know who's in his band? <laughs> That's perfect. I was just going to do that. Uh, you're, you're the queen of segues today. There's a young lady in his band named Kaylee, Kaylee Goldsworthy, and uh, she's hugely talented. Oh, yeah. She's a multi-instrumentalist. I think she can play 
like she plays guitar and fiddle and, and pretty keyboards. Key, she plays everything. Like, yeah, I expect the, um, her to the the Hooter, the Hooter, the Honor Melodica. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, she's amazing, and she just put on an EP too. And yeah. I've been listening the fuck out of this too. Mm-hmm. Um, so much good music. Yes. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Okay. There's like, I like. I think it's four songs, and there's two of them that I have been listening to on repeat. Kind of. The whole thing is good, but anyway, I'm just yeah. trying to decide which one. Okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a song by her called "Stuck." It yes. is really good. She is touring for the next like four months with a band called Bayside, and I don't know much about them, but she, I know she's gonna be playing in their band. But then she's also their opener, and uh, hoping to be able to catch that tour when it comes through town in January because uh, I really like her music and got to support people by going to see live music when you mm-hmm. can. All right, let's play "Stuck." Close my eyes This song especially, her voice reminds me of Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles. Oh, yeah. I love it. There's just a sweetness to it. That, yeah. 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 She's amazing. I love Kaylee Goldsworthy. Yes. I'm glad she's putting out some new music because she's got one other EP. I don't know. Does she have a full album even? She doesn't have a lot of music out there. And 
that I think that's several years old. So yeah, yeah I'm glad. I hope she does a full album soon. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that even in addition to her own music, it's cool that she's um, getting a lot of a lot of work with other touring acts too. Because, like I said, she's a tremendous talent and oh, yeah. really fun to watch. Um, I feel like I should be getting up and mixing you a drink or something. No, I'm just no, not tonight. Yeah. Nope, taking it easy tonight. Yep. But I appreciate that. That's your natural instinct like, to offer me a cocktail. A I, I should be asking the boy if he wants a refill That's on his okay. captain and I diet. Might, I might have you. I might have you go give me another water in a little bit. <laughs> um, one of the things I have in my little mini list of things to talk about, yeah. though, speaking of amazing female talent, mm-hmm. is uh, Dessa's book. Oh my God! I know it came out a while ago, and we both read it, but we have not talked about it on this very podcast. And since we are constantly blathering on here about how much we love Dessa mm-hmm. and her music and all that she does, mm-hmm. I thought we should maybe talk about her book. Okay. Um. It was wonderful. What is it called? <laughs> my own devices. My own devices. That's right. Okay, and it's um, a bit of a memoir, mm-hmm. but it's not like I was born and then I did. It's it's like stories. Yeah from different periods of her life mm-hmm. and talking a little bit about her family. and But a lot of it is around a relationship that she was in and yes. trying to get over her feelings for that person. The thing that I was surprised about with this book, my perception of Dessa has been like, amazing, strong woman, can conquer anything, has no fears. Total and then you read, badass. Yeah. Which she is, but then you read this book and you're like, Oh, there's insecurity there, and there's Wait, like she's a human. <laughs> yeah, there's all this other stuff, and I get it's one more thing that reminds me that everybody is complex. Mm-hmm. You know that we all have these we have these things that we put out there that people see mm-hmm. and think of us as, and then we've got this other stuff going on. And oh yeah, um, I was so surprised at some of that. Just the insecu- how vulnerable she was. Yeah, very yeah. much so, and I give her a lot of credit for for opening up about that yeah. stuff because again you're in it's that, hard to do you, yeah and you're in that position and um where you're in the public eye and you know you you very much could go about shaping your image and having only letting people see the good parts and the yeah. brave parts and, yeah but yeah. The, that vulnerability is a perfect word for it yeah um but at the same time she's brave for she's brave for putting that out there yeah I, I I don't know. I just I loved the book. Her her writing. Her writing. Like I loved reading it and that at the same time I'm like, damn it, why I'll can't I do good. that? Yeah, it's one of those things if you're a writer, I like I read it, I'm like, I'll never be able to I'll never be this good. Yeah. I, like I no matter what I do, I can work on it all the time, but I'll mm-hmm. never have that. Right. But that's okay. She's she continues to inspire in many ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And reading the book made me view her album differently. I Absolutely, because then you start to get more insight into what those songs are really about. Uh huh. That you might not have known going yeah. in. Like, oh, it was about that guy and mm-hmm. trying to deal with a breakup and trying to yeah deal with an ex that you can't get over or, mm-hmm. and you're not sure if you should get over and that you yeah. kind of want to crawl back to. And yeah, <laughs> there's a lot there. Yeah, and and just the feelings. Like, even though those feelings are not great they're still powerful and they still affect you and affect your art and in many ways a struggle between your mind and your heart yeah like i know that this is probably not a good idea but mm-hmm. yeah my heart is still there and yeah yeah and then she did And if i turn off these feelings what does that 
Well, yeah. So then yeah. she then being uh, <laughs> then, then being analytical and a technical writer and uh-huh. into science and all this stuff. Yeah. She decided to do an experiment on herself about where the feelings are in your brain and mm-hmm. can you reprogram them essentially yeah. so that you're not still pining away for someone that you know is probably not right for you. And mm-hmm. it, it, like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> um, like who who thinks of that and then who follows through with it? I'm gonna find a way to go get an MRI mm-hmm. and we're going to do tests on my brain so we can figure out what love looks like. Yeah, we're gonna look at the picture <laughs> of this person and then look at a picture of a neutral person and see it's, what the mapping is. And, yeah, yeah. And then how can we change it so that mm-hmm. it doesn't look like that anymore? Yeah. It, yeah. And she's describing it far more eloquently than I. No, ever but it's a crazy concept and it's a, a an incredible tale. So yeah, if you. You don't even necessarily have to like her music, but right. it's a fascinating read over about a complex and fascinating person. And mm-hmm. if you have enjoyed any of her music, I definitely I'm guessing you're probably yeah. gonna like her book too. So, yes, that has been. I've been. That's probably the best book that I've read. In then I went back to uh, all my mafia books, mm-hmm. and now I'm reading Roger Daltrey's autobiography. Yeah, that's I'm reading, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm about half done already. It's fast. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a quick one. I'm reading an Aretha Franklin biography. And you said that's good? It's very good. It's long, too. But okay. It's, I yeah. Have to, there's a lot out right now that I want to read, so yeah. I might have to add that one to my eventual list. Yeah. You kind of want to read Jeff Tweedy's autobiography. Yes. I've heard that's good. And read Michelle Obama's autobiography. Yeah, I'd like to read that. Um, um, yeah, I'm in an autobiography. This is the time of year where a lot of that stuff comes out right before the holidays. Right. So it's like, oh, I've got a lot of stuff to read. And then about six months from now, I won't be able to find anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need a second bump where a bunch mm-hmm. of people are releasing books in the middle of the summer or something. Right. Yeah. I'll have a backlog for a while and then I'll get through them all. So that last um, that last person, of course, Kaylee Goldsworthy, <laughs> since we have to do the segue thing. You know what's huh. interesting about her? Huh? Do you know that she's dating somebody in another band? Yes. She's dating... I know, we already played them. I don't care. I'm going to play another song. She's dating the drummer from the Menzingers. So we're going to play them again. Okay.
there was when I first discovered this song, it was a song I would just let listen to like six times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't you love that though? I do. <laughs> and then, and then we saw them. They were so good live. Mm-hmm. Like they sounded so amazing. Yeah. Maybe last time I don't remember what month was that show. Maybe last... it was June. It was oh, the it was... middle of June. Like yeah. Okay. The so we did the show before we saw them. Okay. They opened for Frank Turner. And they were great. Everybody was great. They were great. Yeah. And Lucero was on the bill, too, and they were pretty yeah. good. Except for they did a song about the singer's kid, which is always a little bit shaky. Unless it's Closing Time by Semi Sonic. Or a Wheeler Walker Jr. song. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for introducing me to him today. You're welcome. Or the, his music, I, don't think I'm gonna I should play say. Any, I don't think I'm going to play any of those, but if you're interested in some really filthy country songs, look for Wheeler Walker Jr.'s uh, W... What is it? WW3, I think, is the new album. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> so vulgar. But the funny uh, thing is, as we were listening to it, like the songs are really hooky. Well, so, like uh, They're so catchy and well, like, melodically written. Yes. I compared him to... He's like the country version of... Um, Steel Panther. Of Steel Panther. But the thing about some of the songs in the new album... and one of the guys on the K Fan Power Trip show pointed this out this morning when they were, or a couple days ago when they were talking about it, is that some of those songs you listen to them and as vulgar as they are, there's like some heart behind them. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like there's a really good hook. Well, not even just and that, but the, like there's like oh, you can clearly tell that he loves his child, and yeah. that like it's there's it's a weird yeah. combination of things going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's funny. Oh, uh, yes. All right. So let me play one more song and then we'll talk about some other stuff. Okay. Um, that song was called House on Fire. You know what band has a song <laughs> <laughs> that also has the word fire in the title? What band? The Struts. And their song is called Fire Part One. <laughs> this is our best segue show ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shines through crystal glass Looking like we just fell down Right from the sky Two wheels on the track Till the end Then hell and back Run your fingers through the wind Like you can fly Screaming, roaring engines Bleeding, we're on
<laughs> I should probably I should probably have ACDC queued up for, yeah. <laughs> for those about to rock. Uh, yeah, the struts are fun. I love a little glam in my life. Oh, now yes. And then. Um, oh, what was I just going to tell you? I don't remember. You know what? It, um, this is not a segue. This is a no. discussing things. But um, as you know, because you live in this house with me, mm-hmm. I recently went through a major purging phase. Yeah. Clean the fuck out of our basement. Oh, my God. The, it looks so good, though. I know. <laughs> it started with... I need you to help me do I've this. been trying. I'm done. I know. You've been trying for years. I'm done. I can't... Uh, there's nothing more I can do with you. I know. <laughs> Especially... Given the number of packages that are probably on our way to our house, uh, on their way to our house, I've been spending so much money lately, voluntarily and not. Yeah. And my phone battery was pretty much dying, so I bought a new phone today, and then uh, I had a root canal and had a crown put on, and that was another thousand bucks. And yeah. Then, yes, the expenses are. And then, like, just general Christmas stuff. And a couple of vacations coming up that are. Yeah. Yeah, we got to book stuff for that. So. Ah, yeah. That's okay. It's life. Yes. It's life. We're not in debt. We're good. Yep. Um, anyway, it was very cathartic to, uh, to clean, to, to purge, to get rid mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff. And I found it enjoyable. And, it, you know, I've been meaning to do it for oh, quite a while to mm-hmm. clean up the basement and get rid of a lot of stuff. And it's so intimidating when you just like, oh, where do I even start? Right. So I just started like, I have a desk down there and my desk was covered with junk. So I started, I'm just going to clean my desk this week mm-hmm. and then kind of branched out i just it rippled out from there and yeah. eventually i'm like oh our basement's starting to look very nice yeah and uh i'm glad i did it I, i'm glad you did too. yeah i still have well the basement's in pretty good shape now but mm-hmm. i feel like uh, i need to i need to keep it that way and not like add mm-hmm. add to it and yeah and I, I need to in the spring i need to tackle the garage yeah yeah which only, it won't take that long. I could do the, the garage in a day. Mm-hmm. It's not that big and I don't have that much junk. But I like, I like, um, I go through, the, I've, last time I cleaned the the basement in a significant way too, I, I, I went through a similar thing where I just, why am I keeping this stuff? I don't have that much of a sentimental attachment mm-hmm. to stuff so much. I do sometimes. I do a little bit. I mean, I've got a box of stuff, but even so, there are some boxes down there I haven't gone through entirely. I've decided, let me do the big stuff first, and yep. then maybe I'll eventually get to individual boxes. You go the opposite route. How so? So you'll like go, oh, I'm going to clean, and then or I'm going to get rid of some stuff, but then you'll pull a box out and you'll go through every item uh-huh. individually. Yes. That's so my problem. I of one of many. Try to start like with big stuff, and then I'll get down yeah. to that at some point later. And that, um, the Marie Kondo method. Um, what the art? The, the what art of tidying up? It's it's it, been in the news for a few years. The is this thing that the sparks holdies? joy. No, see that's you're supposed to save your sentimental items for last because those are by then you've built up a callus around oh, your heart. I like that concept. <laughs> yeah. But... The, the idea of holding each thing and going, does this bring me joy? I, that, I'd never get anything done. Yeah. I just go, have I used this? Has this has this provided any purpose in my life mm-hmm. since last time I cleaned the basement? I haven't looked at it since then. I haven't thought about it since then. I forgot I had it. I'm donating it or throwing it away or whatever. Yeah. I pitched a lot of stuff. I made a couple major trips to Goodwill. Yeah. Thankfully, in my new vehicle. Well, I, got, I guess I got, got my new vehicle before our last show, so I probably talked about that. But man, mm-hmm. I still love having a nice car. I love having an SUV. Yay. 
I, yes, it's wonderful. I'm just all over the place with my thoughts today. That's okay. Basement SUV. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm not completely over this purging thing though. I'm uh, like, what else do I have? To... I know. My problem is I get into the thing where I think, even though I haven't used this in the last six yeah. months, the minute I toss it, I'm going to need it. See that I've, I've been pretty good about, about not yeah. thinking. I'm like, you know what? Fine. If I really need it, then I'll go get a new one. My other problem is that I tend to focus either on tiny things or the same things over and over again. Like huh. I've purged, I've gone through nail polish. I don't yeah, know how many keep, times and makeup. I don't know how many times and, you and keep, clothes. But you keep buying more nail polish. It just regenerates. Yeah. And same with clothes. So, and obviously you're going to buy some new clothes, but right. there's not necessarily a one-to-one ratio of getting rid of stuff and getting new stuff. True. There needs to be? There needs to be a two-to-one ratio. For every one thing you buy, you need to get rid of two things. Okay. That's how you start cleaning it out. All right. I've given you many systems for purging shoes and clothes. You I don't know. take advantage of I any know. of them. I'm living with the genius that I'm not. I know you're not harnessing this energy and this power <laughs> <laughs> for good, as you should. You're wasting it. Mm-hmm. Sad. It's really quite sad. It is. I should write a book on organization. You should. I don't think I have another book in me anytime soon. Oh, I thought you were going to at one point and then... Uh, I've had ideas. I've got some notes and some ideas and I just mm-hmm. haven't had the... I yeah. just, even, with, even revising even the revising that one. book, I like work on it for a week and then I get bored with it. And yeah. I'm just like, uh, I have a hard time focusing on something for that long. Do it when your heart is open. Or when you're desperate for something to do like after you leave your job. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. What else do we want to talk... Um, do we want to play something? I don't sure. Have any, I don't have any segues. I don't have any segues from the struts. Uh, you know who likes to strut? No, I don't have, I got uh, nothing. Uh, let's play, Bob Mould has a new album coming out in ooh, February. Yes, he does. Bob Mould is always great. He's put out a couple songs off of it already. I'm really excited about it because he's been on a tear with his albums lately. He's got a great band. Mm-hmm. He seems to really enjoy playing. He loves those guys. He and loves playing with them. Yeah, you could just see the energy, you could just feel the energy and see the joy and yep. He's yes. much happier than he ever seemed before. We've talked about this mm-hmm. in the past, but I think he's at a place where he's put a lot of shit behind him and life is good. And yeah. as a result, and in fact, um, the song kind of re- reflects that a bit. It's called Sunshine Rock. If it will play for me. There it goes.
Holds music brings me great joy. Yes. Can't wait for the whole album. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see him live in a couple months when yep. he comes through town again. Luckily, we get a lot of Bob Mold shows because, you know, he's got quite a history here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're <sighs> very fortunate. Yep, 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 yep. So yep. Uh, other shows that we get here, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about the Hold Steady. I was just going to say that. Yeah, it seems like a natural segue. So, mm-hmm. uh, wow. <laughs> they haven't played here in a while. No, it had been a few years. But they years. made up for it. They did. They, um, they've been... They took a break, and then they've been doing not a full tour, but some spot shows around the country where they'll set up in a city and do you know two or three shows. Mm-hmm. They've done a few of those, and we've been like, okay, how about, how about uh, here? Come back here, you you know, kind of your you, hometown misses you, even yeah, though they say they you're formed a Brooklyn in bar, Brooklyn, Brooklyn but, band. But um, so they finally booked a show but here. Half your songs are about the Twin Cities, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they finally booked a show at um, a brewery called Surly here in the Twin Cities, and we had never been to. They've had some concerts there before. It's mm-hmm. they haven't, in the summer. They well, not summer. In the semi-warm months, yeah, they will occasionally do outdoor shows outside. Uh, they have a field behind their brewery, and it was a really good setup for a concert. Yeah, it was in October. Got a little chilly. It got a little chilly, but we it. You know, we just moved around a little bit to keep warm. Mm-hmm. They had barrels with fire in them, which was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, this is different Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it worked people were gathering around the fire barrels and um yeah so they ended up doing this the show out in a field and you know in a industrial warehouse area yeah our cab or our uh, uber driver had a hard time finding it and Mm -hmm. anyway it was a really really good show and it was so good to see them again and there was so much joy in that room there was so (laughs) much joy in in what they do in that field yeah uh so that was awesome Mm mm-hmm but then we were fortunate in that they decided the next day, much like when we saw Bob Mold a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, he was in town and decided that he wanted to play in 7th Street Entry, which holds, what, 150 people? Something like that. Yeah, so they decided, we hold steady, even though their members in other groups have all played 7th Street Entry, they mm-hmm. as a band had never played that venue and needed to correct that. So mm-hmm. they booked two shows on a Sunday in uh, in the entry, and we went to the early show, which was Technically all ages. I think they had a show of hands. I think there were like four people who were maybe four people who were who were um, under. The rest of 21. us were old and wanted to get to bed early so we could go know, to work like, the next day. Four thirty show. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, but it was amazing to see them play there. Mm-hmm. And um, and Craig Finn discussed so one of their songs. They talk about uh, City Center. Mm-hmm. City Center used to be the center of. Of our scene, city center's over. over. No one ever goes there. Yeah. City center is about a block and a half away from Seventh Street Entry. Yeah. So he was he asked how many people from out of town. Mm-hmm. It was during a breakdown of one of the songs, in the song that that comes from, and uh, a bunch of people had come from out of town to see them there. And he said, "Well, you're about as close to the heart of this song as you could possibly be." Mm-hmm. I walked over there this morning. Still sucks. <laughs> it was like <laughs> yes. perfect, perfect. Because yes, it does. It's a mm-hmm shitty it used to be a bustling downtown shopping area yeah. with it's got offices and a hotel and all kinds of stuff but and now you walk through there and it's just blight yeah there's <laughs> it's just empty nothing yeah. so uh 
It was great. I'm glad that he uh <laughs> I'm glad that he actually went over and checked it out and saw how shitty mm-hmm. it still is. It was a wonderful show. We should play something from them. So they haven't put out an album in a while, but they've been putting out um them just putting out singles every so often. Yeah. Which is great too. And some of the songs are really good, including this one. It's called Entitlement Crew. Takeoff to Katzing Landing. Sorry about the centerpiece. Thanks for understanding. Saw salesman hard branding, Kapari commissions. I was sitting in the kitchen trying to guess where she was living now. Hotel room in Houston with the shades against the sunshine. Or maybe still in Scranton like it's 1999. When I saw rolling through with the entitlement crew, I wasn't all that into it, but there was nothing I could do about it. Now here's the church, here's the steeple I like the party favors, but I hate the party people Got distracted by the chorus when the kids all sang along Both to the rogue set, I always really liked that song You like that song too, I know that you do I saw your mouth and all the words when you didn't know I was watching you Everything is brittle and it's breaking apart Your sister's in Seattle and she's sleeping with the sharks in the group oh he is he so fun to while, watch but they they lost their their piano player left several albums ago and now he's been back with them for a while and it adds so much having him in the group oh my gosh yeah he's Franz Nikolai he's great and I now because it's going to be in my head if I don't play it I have to I have to yeah 
I have to play Hood Rat. Your little Hood Rat front makes me sick. But after I get sick, I just get sad. Cause it burns being broke. Hearts to be heartbroken. And always being both must be a drag. She's been calling me again. Friends been calling me again And I can't stand all the things That she sticks into her skin Like sharpened ballpoint pens And steel guitar strings She says it hurts But it's worth it Tiny little text Etched into her neck It said Jesus lived and died for all your sins She's got blue black ink And it's scratched into her lower back Says damn right I'll rise again Yeah damn right you'll rise again I've been tested in the dark up in Penetration Park and I've been plastered. I've been shaking hard and searching in a dirty storefront church and I've been plowed. But I ain't never been with your little hood rat friend. Nobody can nobody can talk sing like Craig Finn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uniquely him. Yes. washed up in the Mississippi River. was at the people. One of many favorites. They're all oh, yeah. my favorites. <laughs> oh, one thing right. I liked about that show very early on the the entry show. Yeah. Okay. Craig Finn 
noticed a bunch of people holding up cell phones and he was like, can't we all just be in the moment here? Yes. And they did. And they, every, yeah. Yep. And it made it such a pleasant experience because we weren't watching it through somebody's freaking phone. Especially in that, and he made this point too, especially in that room. It's small. The ceilings are low. Yep. He said, he said, you know, when you're playing a place like this, it's really distracting when you're on stage and everybody's got their phones up in front of their faces. So yep. maybe we could just not do that. And yeah. everybody was cool about it, which yeah. is great. Yes, I love that. I'd like to see more of it. I, I appreciate it when the audience actually respects that request when the, when the yes. artist does make it. Because often they, you know. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. But yes, that was a, a nice part of it, too. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's funny because last time when we saw Bob Mold at the entry, I'm like, oh, this is probably the last time I'll be in this room. I don't right. see myself going to a lot of entry shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of up-and-coming bands, and you don't really, I don't know. We haven't been there much in a long time. Yeah. And then along comes the Hold Steady to mm-hmm. do a show there. So never yeah. say never. You, you don't know. Somebody, somebody else that we really love might end up doing a show there sometime, mm-hmm. and we'll find ourselves back yep. in that lovely little room. All right. Um, I've seen a lot of shows there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to go there a lot in college and shortly after college. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What do we just see? Do I want to play something? The only, I only have one other thing in my list, and that goes with some songs. Yes. I have a feeling. Okay, so. Is it a movie? Yes. Uh-huh. All right, let's talk about it. Um, we don't go to very many movies. No, we do not. And I go to more than you do because mm-hmm. I have no problem going to movies alone if you know, if I have the time and yeah. desire and we just don't go to that many movies, but we finally you've got more opportunity because you can just go know, like in the middle of the day. And... But we decided to, um, I've been excited. We'd both been waiting for a star is born to come out mm-hmm. just based on the early trailers and how awesome Lady Gaga is. And mm-hmm. it was so good. Oh God. I loved the movie. It was super depressing, but super yeah. good. I can't wait to see it again when it comes out. I think it's coming out the first week first or second week in January. Okay. To D V D and streaming and all that ah, stuff. Okay. So we'll watch it here and then we can ugly, sob ugly cry silently. At home. Yeah. Yeah. It's rather a, than leaving the theater. Because I think I cried like halfway home. It is like, I was like I just couldn't stop. It is the like that's the example of melodrama. It's just Yeah. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah. <laughs> But um, loved it. It was really great. And I think it's surprising a lot of people, mm-hmm. maybe who don't have uh, an understanding of Lady Gaga behind, oh, she's the pop princess who wears meat dresses. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe they didn't see the... The depth. Yeah. They never, they didn't, maybe maybe they missed the... Doing the fact the, that she's got some pipes. Doing the album with uh, Tony Bennett and mm-hmm. seeing maybe some of her performances where it's just her piano when she does mm-hmm. talk shows and stuff if you've missed that and just know of her but not what she can do mm-hmm. this performance probably surprised you <laughs> yeah but but also bradley cooper bradley cooper man what the fuck he can he can direct he, he can the fuck out of he directed everything. the hell out of this thing and yeah. all the musical scenes were shot live um which i'm glad they did because mm-hmm. so often when you see musical scenes in movies you can tell they're lip syncing it loses some of the feel to it and he insisted if they're going to do this, they're going to do it live. Mm-hmm. And that was a big, that was a big thing. Oddly enough, and I'm not a fan of his music, but uh, the other night, Garth Brooks was on with um, Colbert. Mm-hmm. And they talked about that. And he said, that is as close as I've ever seen to what um, 
the music business feels like when you're going through it oh, in wow. terms in terms of like that he said in terms of like where somebody is standing backstage when they when they're getting ready to go on stage uh-huh. just, he's like i don't know if if lady gaga had input into that or i suspect mm-hmm. it was probably i know um well, the, the band yeah too. the backing band is willie nelson's kid lucas wilson and his lucas nelson <laughs> lucas nelson i always do that <laughs> <I'm> like what <laughs> it'd be weird if he had a different last name mm-hmm. <laughs> willie nelson willie nelson nelly wilson <laughs> um anyway <laughs> Lucas Nelson and his band were the backing band and they did mm-hmm. a lot of the music. Like they wrote a lot of the songs and stuff with Bradley Cooper. And mm-hmm. I bet that they had a lot of input because they've been on the road for years. Yeah. And and he was, from the stuff I've read about it, he was open to input from people like the, oh, yeah, he wanted the drag to get right. scene. Yeah. He had written a rough outline, but he said, this is your world. So you just take it and run with it it's interesting some movie directors are very much this is the writers and directors there this mm-hmm. is the script every word is sacred and then there's others who are like no this is you you know whether or not this person would say this mm-hmm. if not say it better yeah um yeah that think, sounds like it's I think how that, it was yeah i think that a lot of times <laughs> works better at mm-hmm. least provides more realism and yeah i don't know i just thought i i, I loved it i loved the oh. movie a lot it just and part of it is because how much it stayed with you after. Yeah, it's yeah, for yes. better or worse. <laughs> so I find I found myself thinking a lot about his, uh, and I don't want to get into specifics because I know a lot of people haven't seen it, right. but um, a lot of his choices in terms of how the sh- scene was shot mm-hmm. and what that did to the emotion of the scene. Yeah, it's just really really good, mm-hmm. and the performances. I've got to think it's going to win a shit ton of Oscars. I would but, hope so. Um, not just for the music, but also for the performances and mm-hmm. the direction and all that. It really should. So I'm going to play a couple songs off of it. But uh, one of the songs I want to play is one of Bradley Cooper's songs, which fortunately, for segues, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was written by Jason Isbell. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. I love this song. That, um, that he has a song on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And he actually said a few weeks after the movie came out, he, he tweeted out that he wanted to thank Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper because... Now, when somebody on the plane, on an airplane, asks him what he does, and he says he's a musician and songwriter, and they say, "Would I know any of your songs?" He can most definitely say yes. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking cool. So um, maybe it's time performed by Bradley Cooper. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Maybe it's time to let the always die Takes a lot to change a man Hell, it takes a lot to try Maybe it's time to let the always die Nobody knows what ways for the dead Nobody knows what ways for the dead some folks just believe in the things they've heard and the things they read. Nobody knows what ways for the dead. I'm glad I can't go back to where I came from. I'm glad those days are gone, gone for good. But if I could take spirits from my past and bring them here. You know I would, know I would 
Nobody speaks to God these days Nobody speaks to God these days I'd like to think he's looking down And laughing out of ways Nobody speaks to God these days When I was a child they tried to fool Said the worldly man was lost and that a hell was real Well I've seen hell in Reno And this world's one big old Catherine wheel Spinning still Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Takes a lot to change your plans Hell, a train to change your mind Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Oh, maybe it's time to let the old ways die I'm very curious whether or not, um, and I don't know if he has or not, if Jason Isbell is playing that at all now. Ooh, so, When he I does live shows. It seems like it would be a really good song to do... Um. Okay, end of the show, leave the stage. Come back and do the encore. For the encore, he comes back alone and does that, and then, and then the band the comes in and they yeah. kick into whatever the next song yeah. is. It seems like that would be a good position for yeah. them. I'm writing a set list for him. Right. <laughs> Although, when we saw them at Red Rocks, I thought they would go out on a more rocking note, and they ended with, if we were vampires. I know. And that just, like, I'm like... Oh, thanks for the heart punch as I leave th- this. <laughs> thanks. I want to cry now. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, so what? which Gaga song do you want me to play? Oh. There's many good ones on here. Um, <laughs> um, remember us that way. That's the one yeah. I had actually had on the list, oddly enough. What a, what a lovely coincidence. Mm-hmm. Although I pulled up the whole album because I thought you might request something different. Yeah. <laughs> the dust on the sky Burning in your eyes you look at me, babe, I want to catch on fire It's buried in my soul Like California gold You found the light in me that I couldn't find So when I'm all choked up Lovers in the night Oh, it's trying to ride We don't know how to rhyme But damn, we try But all I really know You're where I want to go The part of me that you
So good. Oh my god. Yeah. Can't wait to see which songs she ends up including in her her set, Vegas her, residency. Yeah, her Vegas set list too. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. a talent. So that album I could not listen to the whole <laughs> thing for the longest time. There's I think a couple songs on there that <laughs> there yeah, there are a couple songs where it's Oh, like a hard punch, pretty much. Yep. Especially the last one. Right. If you've seen the movie, the last song is just yeah. Oh, yep. And yeah, I have. We when did it come out? The first weekend in November. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I have just now been able to <laughs> listen to later. that song. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you got another month before you see the movie again, and then yeah, uh, and then <laughs> and then it'll just. Yep. Rip the floodgates right open again. Yep, no doubt. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I have on my list of things to talk about. That's all I can think of to talk about oh, as well. We've covered a lot of ground here tonight. We have? I'm going to... Uh, let's see. So I need to close out the show. I think I'm going to close out. Anything else you want to talk about before we go? Nope. All right. So I'm going to close it out the same way we started with an Amanda Shire song. Cool. If that's cool with you. This is off of her album, To the Sunset. It's a great album. Check it out if you like what you hear. I sound so professional here. <laughs> All right, parking lot pirouette. Talk to you guys next time. Yeah.